Welcome back to Gridlocked. My name is Tracy Taylor. I am a Seattle traffic reporter here, and uh, we're doing a special episode of Gridlock today. And I'm bringing in one of my dearest friends. Uh, we've been friends for how long? Like seven years, yeah, eight, years eight years, something like that. Uh, she just recently defeated, I-, I would say, probably one of the uh, biggest killers in women outside of heart disease, and that's breast cancer. So uh, I'd like you guys to welcome my friend Elaine Smith. And Elaine, thank you again for joining me on my podcast. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about your journey, and let's, uh, let's go step by step on how you found out, what you did, how you felt. Uh, I remember it vividly, but it's not my story to tell. Well, it's a little crazy uh, because I went to my gynecologist thinking I had um, some type of an issue on my right breast. I had a flaming pink rash that itched and it hurt and I didn't know what was going on. And come to find out, I had spider bites. And uh, very surprisingly and kind of eerily so. So she gave me an antibiotic for that and told me, let's do an ultrasound and mammogram just to make sure that there's not something else lingering. Went and did that and found out that there was actually a mass inside my left breast um, that ended up being cancer. So didn't think I'd ever say this, but thank God for spiders, because that led us to know that there was something else going on in my body. Um, shortly after that, um, did a biopsy to um, confirm that the mass indeed was cancer, and Tracy was with me that day. I'll never forget hearing the words of the pathologist um, to let, telling me that it was cancer. Um, and then begins a journey. You meet uh, your, your team, which consists of a surgeon, a medical oncologist, a radiation oncologist, and they devise a treatment plan. For me, that meant a lepectomy, um, followed up with chemo and radiation. And that was about almost the course of a year from beginning um, to end of that. And Thankfully, um, this August marked my one-year cancer-free anniversary because they, um, with breast cancer, start that the day they removed the lump. They say, let's say we've removed the cancer. And so your chemo and radiation are just to help ensure that that is is so. I've had um, one mammogram since and multiple um blood tests to confirm that all my levels look good and there's no um, reoccurrence of cancer and I'll continue to do that every six months. Um, I'm on a a hormone blocking pill because the type of cancer I had, um, it can be fed off of um, hormones. We want to make sure there's no possibility that that could happen again. And um, so that's a little bit about just the diagnosis and and what was done to ensure that it won't come back so journey wise i met a lot of your doctors and i remember vividly this cute little woman doctor that you'd had and i can't remember dr cho dr cho now she was the one that uh explained to me her role in all of this so your surgeon actually becomes kind of the lead doctor on your team and she was my surgeon so she was the one that met with me first to say to tell me about the size of my tumor um what type of cancer mine was lobular cancer which can be very tricky to detect because it hides behind 
um, some of your um, breast tissue and also um, I have very dense tissue. So she said sometimes lobular cancer can even hide and not appear in a mammogram until it's a little bit larger. And it's a type of cancer sometimes you don't always feel during self exams because I didn't feel it. And even the day of the surgery, I still could not feel my lump. It was deep um, and, and hiding. Um, so that's who Dr. Cho is. And then she, um, meets with Dr. Shatali, my medical oncologist, who is the doctor who does all my blood work and uh, developed my chemo um, regime plan. And then the third doctor I had was Dr. Rutter, and she's my radiation oncologist. And um, she handled that side of things when they were zapping uh, my breast just to make sure if there was any minute trace of cancer left that the radiation would have killed it. So the question that I know I see and or at least I read a lot about is what's the difference I mean can a breast cancer patient or any cancer patient can they go without chemotherapy and continue on in their journey um, of recovery yeah well and I think every case is so different um, when my cancer was first detected they were thinking that I was not going to have to do chemo um, because my tumor when it was found was small and um, it was a slow-growing form of cancer. They they thought there was not going to be much of a chance that it would have been in any of my um, lymph nodes. The day of your surgery, they do some radiation testing that that detects if there's any amount of cancer in any of your lymph nodes. And it was found in two of the three that, that showed that it might be there. Um, all three were removed the day of my surgery and two came back as showing very small traces of cancer, but some there. So you do chemo just in case that cancer is spread anywhere else in your body. The chemo is going to hopefully kill that. So when patients don't do chemo, it's almost going to always be because there was no sign in their lymph nodes that cancer could have spread somewhere else. So lymph nodes are basically carriers yes. of, of the uh, disease. Uh huh. If it was going to move out of your breast, that's how it would travel in your body through your lymph nodes. Okay. And some women can have multiple lymph nodes removed um, the day of surgery, which is a scary thing because that's saying that it started traveling in that in route. And for me, I was very relieved to hear it was only in two of the three that they thought it might be in. Um, and so there's every hope that it did not travel down past those nodes that were removed. So, the, when okay, so then walk me through radiation. So after everything is done with, with chemotherapy, then you move on to radiation. Yeah. So what's, what is radiation for those that aren't familiar yeah. with it? So the, the, after you're done with the chemo, um, then they give you, I had a few weeks off just to let your body have a little bit of rest because it's very taxing and hard on you and uh, your, your level of energy and, and other fun side effects that chemo can have um, that you have to deal with. So you get a little rest break and then you go do a series of scans where they're, they're measuring your, your body, they're, they're getting a good sense via some really amazing technology now of where that tumor was, where it was removed. And so they measure everything so that they're actually shooting laser beams in, of radiation into that area of your body um, so that it's 
killing anything within where those beams are going to go. Um, because my cancer was on the left side, there's some worry about them uh, hurting your heart. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's the measurement and everything that they do in placing your body um, on the table the day of your radiation is very important because we don't want those um, that radiation to go somewhere we don't want it to mm -hmm. and to hurt other parts of my body, especially my heart. So I had to go every day for four weeks, Monday through Friday. It, when you go, it really is a quick, you're, you're probably laying on the table for less than 10 minutes. Um, but after a couple of weeks, that can be very fatiguing um, and takes its toll on your body as well, um, as well as, as worrying about um, some burns that you can get on topically on your skin from the laser treatments. I was really lucky in that my burns came right at the very end, right when they were going to stop anyway. Um, but I know a lot of women aren't as lucky. And so not only are you dealing with the fatigue and pain that the radiation can cause, because you're really beating. Think about how sensitive our breasts are to touch mm -hmm. or get bumped the wrong way. And you've had, now had surgery and all kinds of tugging on it. And now you're having this, you know, radiation beam going in and out. You know, they, my surgeon said it's like your breast has been through a war. So with this... And all of the, if you, looking back with everything that you've endured within the last year, why, and I guess the question would be, why not remove the breast? That way you wouldn't have to go through that. Yeah. Well, I think it's like um, anything. If, if you don't have to remove a body part and you don't have to go through that even more major of surgery, why put your body through that? Um, and I really trusted in my medical team there. I went to um, the Tacoma Regional Cancer Center, which is a satellite of Seattle Cancer Care Alliance. Um, they're up on all the latest research and um, latest medical trends and, and things that, that are happening. And I really had to put my trust in them to tell me what would be the best outcome for me. And Dr. Cho felt very confident in the size of my tumor and where it was and the type of cancer it was, that there was no reason to remove more tissue than just removing my mass. So um, that's why I made that decision. I just really trusted in what she told me. So now that we've moved past a lot of the medical stuff, so tell me a little about how it took a toll on you personally yeah. and professionally. Yeah, it, um, you know, you, you always, I don't know about other people, but I always wondered, you know, what would it be like to get cancer? You knew other people or you've seen other people battle and, you know, you just have no idea until it's you. And I, um, you know, like I said earlier, I've, I so distinctly remember sitting in the room at the imaging center when the pathologist came in and told you and I that it was cancer. And you, you just have no idea what's coming next, but you just, you hear those words and you automatically think I'm going to die or I'm going to lose my hair. I'm going to be sick all the time. I, mean, I just didn't know what it would be. But it was very scary and it's very unknown and they were very reassuring to us that day that that it was found early and that it, i had, should have all hope but you still you know you hear cancer um and then you 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 go to your initial appointments and you have no idea how many appointments are about to come and all of the tests you know your heart test your this test your this scan and it just every day it felt like i was going to a different appointment even before my surgery even happened and 
you are you're really afraid because there's so much unknown that you've never walked in your life you just don't know what's going to happen but we're very lucky where we live and that we have such well-trained and well-versed medical staff and i was in such great care from my doctors to the um, infusion nurses who gave me my chemo every week and just surrounded by them was very hopeful to me but I think the lessons I learned more than anything is, you, you know, you feel like you always are have people in your life that are good people, but you don't know how good they are until you go through something like this. And I just got to see so much love and kindness in people. Some of Tracy's viewers started this little group that were making me handmade cards and sending them to me every week as an encouragement. I, I work for the Fife School District, which is one of the best places in the world to work. And uh, weekly, different teachers or different people were dropping things by. Um, my first two weeks, I had friends every day leaving me food on my porch so that I didn't have to fix anything for myself. Um, that people just came out of nowhere to shower, shower me with love. I have a very strong faith, and I, I know that, that I, I've really learned um, or maybe rekindled that faith to somewhat um, of how faithful God was to me all the time that on any day that I felt down without even telling somebody then somebody out of nowhere would be there with a message or something and I just really felt like those times where God reminding me I'm here we're going to get through this this will be okay um, but it does take a toll and I would encourage anyone listening that is on this journey or that knows someone on the journey never hesitate to reach out and tell people how you're really feeling um, your friends and your family will be there for you um, but it, it really is a life-changing experience I I now see different things as I I want to live each day to the fullest. I don't want to wait and do something anymore because someday I'll do it. You just don't know what some days you might have left. And so it really does put that in perspective. Um, and, and the last thing I'd say that I really learned is that it was hard, I, but I learned that I had courage and strength I never knew I had. And breast cancer is defeatable, but we as women have to go get checked. We have to know. Thank God for that spider because I was about a year overdue on my mammogram. And who knows when I would have gone in next. Mm -hmm. It's Once you put something off, it's so easy to keep putting it off. But go get checked. Um, it's so important because when caught early, it's treatable and you can do it and you can survive it and come out stronger afterwards. Such a great message. Okay, well, if you want to reach out to Elaine about her journey, how can our listeners reach out to you? So you could find me on Twitter. I'm Elaine123ABC on Twitter. You could find me with the same um, name on Instagram or you could email me. I'm going to give you my work email address because that's one that I check quite often. And that is just esmith at fifeschools.com. So again, if you have any questions, you want to learn more about the journey, or if you're on the journey yourself and you're looking for some resources or maybe just somebody that can relate with you, absolutely, reach out to Elaine. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Gridlocked. We're going to do another episode, a bonus episode this week. Yay! Yay! We're going to talk a little bit about um, the Seattle area changes, Metro bus tunnel, no more!
more as of um, March 23rd. So uh, come back here and I'm going to have an update on that. We're going to talk about a little bit more on the traffic side of things. Thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye.